You y'all know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it. It's over. It's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch parties? Where are the hey. brothers going to be? Hey. <laughs> I just want to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good Monday morning. Thanks for kicking off your week with us here on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. It is Monday, September 25th, 2023. Thanks for joining us. I am Telly. I will be flying solo. DT is on assignment. Benjamin, good morning. It's amazing. It is amazing. We're going to be flying together this Monday morning. How was your weekend? You know what? I can't complain, Telly. I'm here. It's Monday. (laughs) All right? I'm ready to get to work. Hey, I know you can't complain, especially after what the Packers were able to do yesterday. I know you caught that. Hop on the love train, baby. (laughs) Hop on the love train now. After uh, it seemed like... An entire game, the Green Bay Packers couldn't get anything done, couldn't score a touchdown, down 17-nothing in the fourth quarter, and were able to come back and win 18-17. What a great effort by Jordan Love and the Packers. Um, I could just I could just hear all the Packer fans, Ben throughout the game, just bashing love. Just, oh, my gosh, he's not this, he's not that. But a couple of big plays here and there changes everything. And we saw that. I mean, that's the power of black power, you know. (laughs) That's the power of a black man, you know. The whole world may doubt you, but when that fourth quarter come through, all right, you you turn it on. Hey, never bet against love, right? (laughs) Love conquers all. (laughs) Again, the Green Bay Packers were able to beat the New Orleans Saints 18-17. And again, after being held scoreless the first three quarters, the Packers scored 18 unanswered points in the fourth quarter and go on to win. And uh, and what, what a day it was. Um, the New Orleans Saints, I, I know they got to be sick to their stomach, man. Uh, when David Carr was in the game, they were moving the ball. It was all good. 17 nothing halftime lead. He gets hurt. Jameis Winston comes in. 
and Jameis isn't able to lead the Saints to even a field goal. Mm. And even at the end of the game, where the Saints did have an opportunity to win, they missed the game-winning field goal. So, nonetheless, it was ugly, but the Packers are 2-1 and one and not 1-2. and two. So, Telly, my question to you is, you know, did you – did, did you watch the entire game? Would, or, or did because there's a lot of people out there who decided to leave out. You know, they were like, "Man, first quarter, oh my god! Second quarter, oh my god! Third quarter, forget all this." You know, even even paid uh even paid uh for tickets to go up there to Lambeau Field. I'm pretty certain they left early. But yeah, well, were you one of those? Uh, I I was not. I hmm. was the reverse. Uh, you hold it out? No, no, no. I I was traveling yesterday. Okay, on my way back from my college football weekend and oh man that was nuts man that was (laughs) nuts uh so my weekend started off on friday night i was in west lafayette for wisconsin and purdue wisconsin put the beat down on the boilermakers and uh looked good doing it Uh uh-huh then after the game here's how busy my weekend was been so that was a night game so that was seven o'clock eastern time game is over about 10 30 and by the time I'm done doing my post-game stuff, it's like 11 o'clock. Mm. I had to drive two and a half hours from West Lafayette to South Bend so I can get to the Notre Dame-Ohio State game, and I had to do a pregame um, hit or report right. at 8.30 the next morning. So I get to my hotel about 1.30, 2 o'clock, then I got to get right back up, get to the stadium, at 8.30 and do my report. But I'll tell you this, it was all worth it. I don't know if you caught that Notre Dame-Ohio State game, but... I, I missed it. Oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> it was it was off the chain. It Oh. So, long story short, Notre Dame is pretty much winning the entire game. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, it was a very low-scoring game. It was like 3 nothing, 3-3. Three, mm. three, and then... Um, uh, Notre Dame ended up scoring to make it, what was it, uh, 10, uh, 10-3 or something like that. Anyway, uh, Notre Dame ended up scoring the game, what they thought was the game-winning touchdown with like two and a half minutes to go. Yeah. And they couldn't get a first down. They end up punting to Ohio State and like with a minute to go, they had a game-winning drive and scored a one-yard touchdown with one second to go in the game. Man, doesn't doesn't that just exhilarate you, Telly? Oh, you, you know that's that's kind of. I mean, sometimes you want to see a blowout, but other times you kind of want it to be just right yeah. there. You know, just right on I, the edge. I don't. I like as a reporter, mm-hmm. I don't. Blowouts kind of stink because. Yeah. There are no good questions to ask. Mm-hmm. Like if I was a reporter after that seventy to twenty Denver, I mean Miami win over Denver. Yeah. Like what do you ask Miami? Like well, like why were y'all able to whoop them so good? Or <laughs> you know, so uh, those games. Is this it, what you trained for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you think y'all were gonna put seventy points up to the, this weekend? Right. But uh, those games. It's it's more or less the atmosphere, Ben. Like you have sixty thousand people in this stadium that's mm-hmm. all rooting for Notre Dame, basically. I mean, you had a lot of Ohio State fans, but 
the majority were Notre Dame fans. Right. And it was loud the entire time. And when they scored that go-ahead touchdown, it was just crazy. But then when Ohio State scored with one second to go, you couldn't hear a pin drop. And it was just – you talk about letting all the air out of the the stadium. And Ohio State, you just have all these people in scarlet and gray mm-hmm. just jumping up and down, just so excited. And, uh, yeah, it was a last-second touchdown, and, and so it was – it was it was a good time, but very busy. Yeah, but good time. College, college football is actually really amazing right now. I, I can tell you some uh, somebody who actually didn't have too great of a a, a weekend. All right. Who was that? And uh, I mean, shout out to your boy Dion for for doing the best that he could. Yeah. All right, but yeah, um, Colorado did not do too well this uh, this weekend. All right. <laughs> well, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I thought it was more or less going to. I thought it was going to be that way because yeah. you got to think seriously. About it. You, yeah. you you already prophesied this, Telly. No, because first off, let's let's slow down. Let's pump the brakes. Yeah, Colorado won one more game than me and you did last year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All <laughs> they right. were one and eleven, mm. and what Dion was able to do, getting them off to a three and zero start. Is unbelievable, right? right? Mm-hmm. But Oregon is really good, yeah. and they were playing in Eugene, Oregon, and Colorado is missing their best player in Travis Hunter because I mean the guy that goes both ways, the receiver and the defensive back. Mm-hmm. So you factor in all of that, yeah. I I just. Now, I thought that would be the miracle if he was able to win that game. Is this the end of Colorado, or is this just a, a chink in the armor? Uh, I wouldn't call it the end, Ben, but it is definitely going to get tougher for them mm-hmm. because they have USC up next, mm. and they're really good. And then I think they play – they still got to play UCLA. Um, yeah, so – because at some point, you know, a lot of people were talking about. I mean, I, you know, when I say a lot of people, I'm people. You know, yeah. I, 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 I was one of the people talking. But you know, ultimately, a lot of people are talking about. You know, even going down to you know uh, Denver or, or going down to uh, Boulder, Colorado, just to, just to inflate the economy a little bit. Now it kind of seems like it's going to take a little. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna fly there now. You no, know, uh, you know what? Uh, you might want to fly there. Uh, I mean, this next game is going to be ridiculous because USC is ranked number eight. They got the Heisman Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, now, if Colorado, hopefully Travis Hunter will be back, but if Colorado is able to beat USC, now we're cooking with grease. Yeah. Um. But their Before schedule. we were just cooking with them sunglasses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just look good. Yeah, so uh, they have USC up next, and then uh, they don't play Utah until the last game of the season, which is uh, Utah is really good. But uh, they also play UCLA. So, yeah, their schedule is going to get a lot tougher uh, moving forward. And so – we will definitely keep our eye on Dion, uh, Coach Prime in Boulder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it's funny. I heard some people saying, man, uh, 
primetime is is turning Boulder, Colorado into an HBCU. <laughs> and I can only imagine how next week, well, this upcoming Saturday is going to be because you have USC, you're going to have so many celebrities and 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 entertainers on the sideline you would think is is going to be in LA but it's going to be in Boulder and I'm sure it's going to bring out the A-list celebrities who all want to be a part of the Colorado Buffalo train right now which you know took a took a minor step back uh again that wasn't a a game that a lot of people thought Colorado would would even compete in um so we'll see what happens. But uh, plenty of news, plenty of topics to get to on this Monday morning. I mentioned the NFL and the Green Bay Packers' major comeback. Well, guess what? We now know who is going to perform at this year's Super Bowl. 2024 Super Bowl 58 will be in Las Vegas. That might be a hint because this artist has had a long, very, very successful residency in Las Vegas. We'll tell you who that is, but some other topics. Uh, one that's big, especially for you TV watchers and movie watchers, the five-month-long strike is over. They have reached a deal. That is breaking news there because now your favorite shows – will now be able to go back into production, hopefully sooner than later. But they said a deal was reached. I don't know if a deal has been signed yet, and we will get into that. And speaking of actors, Anthony Anderson has been ordered to pay at least $20,000 a month in spousal support. My God, that, that's a, that's a lot, Telly. That's I, a lot of money. I, I feel like these women just be—I I, I don't know—they must have some kind of special deal going on with the courts. Twenty thousand dollars a month, man, for the rest of your life, man. You know? We'll get into that. We will definitely get into that. And even uh, back on the football front, a lot of people are a lot of Swifties are are making a big uproar about Taylor Swift attending the Kansas City Chiefs home game yesterday and sat in the press box with Travis Kelsey's mom. Do we have a connection there? And finally, we'll get into Shannon Sharp. He finally opens up about his true feelings in his final days of working with Skip Bayless on Undisputed. So we got a ton of good topics to get to on this Monday morning. Keep it locked here on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We'll dive in after the break. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Good morning. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Thanks for joining us. And 
We started off talking about a very exciting weekend on the football field, and specifically yesterday up in Green Bay. The Packers were able to come back from 17 points down in the fourth quarter to win. Also around the NFL, uh, might be a love story brewing in Kansas City. Uh, people were in a uproar about Taylor Swift uh, attending the Kansas City Chiefs Chicago Baby Bears game <laughs> in Kansas City, sitting in the press box with Travis Kelsey, the all pro tight ends mom. And uh, of course, anytime Travis Kelsey did something, the camera would pan to the press box to see the reaction of Taylor Swift. So the uh, the Swifties are are talking, and do we have a match on the gridiron? We don't know. It is a story that's brewing. Uh, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid, as well as uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, and he has some stuff to say about it. Uh, I think they're having a little fun with it. As a matter of fact, Patrick Mahomes was asked about it, and um, and he said, you know, Travis hasn't told me much, but if it is true, I hope I get a chance to meet her. I think she's a phenomenal talent, a phenomenal singer. So uh, it sounds like Patrick Mahomes was uh, fanboying a little bit, Ben. What do you, what do you think? It's amazing. <laughs> no, uh, I, I think it's actually pretty cool uh, seeing uh, Taylor, Swift, Taylor Swift's life um, transform into what it is now. You yeah, know? she looks like she should be with some kind of football player. <laughs> yeah. Now, do we do we have the audio from yesterday's press conference? You, you know, the funny thing about these links sometimes, Telly, is sometimes they work and sometimes Damn, they, they don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like I would love to actually hear what the coach had to say. But um, yeah, and, and like I said, he was just he was just having some fun with it, and uh, you know, so we will see how that continues uh, to to progress. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, are they a thing? Well, we'll see. But from our community, if you, well, I won't even say our community, Ben. In my household, if I introduce you to my mama. You special. Very special. Yeah. You know, but if you just meet the team. Yeah. <laughs> if you just meet the team, then okay, you might might just be a little flu. Right. You you might have some staying power when you meet mama. Yeah. So, so B, we got the audio. Let's hear what, um, is we going to start off with Coach Reed or, or Patrick Mahomes on this? It'll be Coach Reed. All right. Let's hear what Coach Andy Reed had to say about Taylor Swift attending the Kansas City Chiefs game with. Travis Kelsey's mom in the press box. Set him up. I just leave you with it. You know what? I've met her before. Adam, I set him up. I just leave you with it. You know what? I've met her before. <laughs> so, uh, Andy Reid, I doubt that he set them up, but uh, it's, it's good to have a little fun with it. And when you have a a pop superstar that's coming to your game, that's not something that happens every day for every game. So it's cool for Andy Reid to acknowledge it, have a little fun with it, and you can you can have a little fun after you just whooped 
uh, the Bears, what was that score? I know it was like 40-something, 41-10 to be exact. Now, that's funny, Telly, because, you know, when you when you set up one of your boys or one of your homies with something that, you know, you, you a, a, nice, a nice dime piece, uh-huh. you know, you got to take the credit for it. You know, you got to take the credit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 my that's my boy right there. Yeah, I, I set him up with Taylor. It was no problem. You know, you, you got to make it sound like he was nothing. Yeah, ben, you make you make a great <laughs> point because it makes me think about the opposite. If it doesn't work out, you never ah, will credit. And, and you, you don't take none of that credit at all. Oh, no. I, 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 told, I told you she was a loser. Right. Okay, I told you she was a bust. I, well, what else did you want, want more from me? Hey, I told you she was something else when I introduced y'all. <laughs> y'all hit it off, and now it didn't work out. Now you blaming me? That, that was supposed to be one night. One <laughs> night. Okay, now now y'all done went on and made a whole life together. She pregnant. You talking about you want to marry her? Now you a sucker. Right. Okay, but I try to let you know from the jump start. Yeah. Now, when it's a successful, successful uh, hookup, everybody wants to credit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, my friend right now, uh, my best friend, yeah. who uh, he still wants credit for me and my wife uh, being together, hooking uh, us up. He hooked y'all up then, right? We were in high school. So? I- that, that, that applies, bro. That applies. If he was there right then and there, maybe he gave you uh how, how did it happen, actually? You know, you know, Why does he feel like okay. he has this? this let, me, let me tell you how, how it kind of went down <laughs> all right. and why should he get all the credit. It was like, hey, man, uh, for the sake of, of protecting my wife's name, he's like, hey, man, uh, I think T likes you. Yeah. And I was like, really? I was like, yeah, you know. That's all you needed then. <laughs> and then we were at a party. We were at a backyard party in his backyard. Uh-huh. And that was like kind of the first time we started to talk yeah. a little bit. And then, you know, I got the digits. And uh, <laughs> and then we started to hook up. But if it weren't for your best friend, though, it would have never happened. He threw the he threw he, first off he told you hey you know you know shorty over there like you okay bad that, that's all you needed to know that was a go secondly he threw the party how do you not know that your boy didn't throw the house party just so just so you could get to your wife it was my other friend it was his cousin's birthday it wasn't a party for us to hook up that, that's the universe then that's the universe and that's that's how it worked out for you you know it was meant to be it, it was it was my boy's cousin's birthday and we all went to high school together yeah. and. My wife, uh, now, you know, showed uh, up and we started just, you know, just conversing a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it kind of started there. But, I mean, okay, 18 years of marriage, two kids. Uh, That's the life. Uh, but I'm just saying, he gets credit for all of that? Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely does, Telly. I he think definitely that was just does. kind of a lucky shot. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was more lucky for you, though. You know what I'm saying? That was lucky for yeah, you. Yeah, it was. It was. But, but see, that's why you also have friends in your life that can do those types of things for you. You yeah. know, if it wasn't for your friend, you may have never found love. Yeah. You know, you might just be uh, Telly right now just wearing a seven. You know, just, just wearing a seven hat just because, like, all right. Just this, out here. Yeah, huh? just out here. It's just in my life. This is what I do. But no, now you done found love, you know. You like you said, you got two kids. Come on now. That's, I mean, everything turned out great. I, yeah. I, I, I am definitely not. You, you're an Emmy Award, man. 
it, come on now, tell me. I'm just saying that. Yeah, give, the, give kudos to your best friend, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have got the Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if I if I'm blessed enough to win <sighs> another one, and I have an acceptance speech, I'm going to thank him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for him. None of this would happen. Hey, there it is. <laughs> but going back to what I said before, now if 20, 30 years away from high school, he's not going to come back and remind me of a, a of a woman that he tried to hook me up with and it didn't work out. Right, right. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. no one wants to come back and be like, hey, man, you remember Sheila I hooked you up with? Nah. Man, she was crazy, wasn't she? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she slashed my tires. Yeah, she was real crazy. <laughs> real friends are trying to uh, help you out, you know? <laughs> Truth Nation, hit us up on a True Talking text line, 833-212-1017. Brittany says, LOL, yep, your BF did that. <laughs> I mean, but that's real, though. You know, honestly, Telly, it's funny that you bring that up because uh, I was just with my cousin yesterday. Uh, shout out to my cousin, uh, Christopher, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm chopping it up with him, and uh, he was actually telling me, hey, you know what? When uh, me, me and my girl do get married, you're going to be my best man. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, thank you. That's such an honor. Such an incredible honor. Then, just like your friend did, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, got, I got to be like, well, you know what, cuz? If it wasn't for me, y'all wouldn't even be together. Oh, of course. Y'all wouldn't even be together. And you wouldn't, you, would have, you wouldn't have my little baby cousin right now like if, if it wasn't for me. And, you and, know? and guess what? When it's time for you to give your best man speech, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're going to add that in. I'll I, I add it in. It's, it's, it's there, right? It's, it's, it's in their prenup, you know? Just don't forget. Get the Ben Jamin hooked y'all up, hooked okay? Y'all up. Just don't forget if it wasn't for what I did. All right, y'all wouldn't even be a thing. Boy, 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 we sure want the credit when it all goes good. Hey, for real. And when it's all bad, it's like, man, I don't even know why you hooked up with her, man. But like, because you told me to. But see, but see, when when it isn't supposed to work out, uh, truthfully, you, you know, if you have great friends in your life, they're going to let you know, like, bro, that's really not for you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. this this woman doesn't do anything for you to actually elevate you or, you know, vice versa. A man, you know, I'm pretty certain uh, girls be with their girlfriends sometimes. I'm like, why why you would do? He ain't do-do, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> there you have it. We're talking about Taylor Swift uh, and a parent Hook up with Travis Kelsey, the all-pro tight end from the Kansas City Chiefs. Taylor Swift attended the game at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Chiefs and Bears. Uh, She picked a good game because it really wasn't much of an opposition uh, put up by the Chicago Bears. But got some breaking news, though. But we're going to get to it after the break, Ben. We now know who will be performing at halftime at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. We'll let you know, and we'll get your thoughts coming up after the break. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. But a little thing I like. Now, baby, tell me what you want to do with me. It's 7 o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top. Who's in the streets? It's Ursha, baby. 
We'll get to Ursha in a minute. The Green and Gold continues to celebrate their 17-point come-from-behind win against the Saints yesterday up at Lambeau. Uh, But the Packers can't celebrate for too long because the Detroit Lions will be in Green Bay on Thursday, which should be a really good game. And speaking of football, it has been announced your halftime performer at this year's Super Bowl, which will take place Sunday, February 11th at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. It will be none other than Usher. Usher, who has had a very successful run and resident residency in Las Vegas over the last year. And, and Ben, we've heard a lot about his shows. I mean, and not just the Kiki Palmer Oh, situation. whose wife is he going to pull up on now, yeah. right? He, he going to pull somebody out the uh, Super Bowl stadium, huh? <laughs> Look. Break some more hearts. Hey, they know what they're going to get. Uh, when they get Usher, I think it's a it's a a really good choice. I I'm I'm an Usher fan. Uh, I think he's one of the better entertainers out right now. Um, and he has a universal appeal. Uh, he has the crossover appeal, and I think it's a good choice. Truth Nation, what do you think? Are you excited to hear about Usher performing? At this year's Super Bowl, 833-212-1017. Ben, what do you think, man? Do uh, you think that's a good choice? It's amazing. Okay. I, no, uh, in all honesty, Telly, uh, it, it's great. It's great. And I, I'm glad that Usher is finally getting this this moment, this opportunity to showcase his talents on this such, you know, big platform. I mean, Usher to me is an American treasure. All right. This, this is Usher, baby. Okay. Yeah. this is. I, I mean, you know, uh, uh, R. Kelly did what he did. So Usher is the king of R&B, <laughs> right? Like Usher is the king of R&B. He's doing this thing. And honestly, I just can't wait to see what his lineup will be, right? Like I personally want him to come up with, you know, the, uh, nice and slow record. Like I think that's what he should actually pull up on. You know, that yeah. should be his very first record. And somewhere in there, I personally, I mean, it's just, you know, Usher, if you're listening, all right, if you're listening, Usher, please, I would love to see uh, him uh, perform Lovers and Friends, all right, with Lil John and Ludacris. I mean, they can go ahead and do the Yeah record, but I need to see Lovers and Friends. Oh, uh, yeah, they're definitely going to do Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's going to get the crowd hype. Uh, but it's a lot of his songs – are like concert songs, though. Mm-hmm. They're not, to me, Super Bowl halftime performance. Like, I feel you, you on that. You can't do confessions at halftime. That's real. I mean, everybody would be in there tripping. <laughs> Crying and stuff. You know what I'm People looking at their baby mouths like, I'm sorry, everybody I cheated. breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> I know that baby not yours, but come on now. Let's make this work, you know. <laughs> right. That'd be the vibes going during during Super Bowl, Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, It'd be man. interesting. Yeah. But, but in all honesty, though, tell it makes me think, like, you know, this is also, I don't want to necessarily say it's like, like an infiltration, but you know, I think this is kind of the progression of you know our our American performance, right? Our our, our music musical entertainers, because you know, two years ago we had Dr. Dre, we you had do, Snoop yeah. Dogg, Fifty Cent, Eminem hit the stage, and that was you know uh, that that was a yeah an element of hip hop there. Yeah. Then we uh last year we had uh, Rihanna, and yeah. this year we getting Usher. I think this is just you know it's black musicians coming pro- through. Yeah, it's starting to progress because yeah. man, you make a a really Really 
good point when you say that because going back to 2022, mm-hmm. uh, it was in L.A., and they did a great job uh, really just honoring the L.A. hip-hop culture. Right. Like you said, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. All oh, I forgot Kendrick had hit the stage. Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was truly an L.A. thing. But yeah, People were out there saying that was Tory Lowe. <laughs> they, said, they said Kendrick was Tory. <laughs> that was hilarious. And, and you go back where... Actually, Ben, 2021 might have been the shift Mm -hmm. in these artists because the weekend was the halftime performer at 2021 Super Bowl. Then it was Dr. Dre and Mm -hmm. Snoop and company in 22. Like you said, Rihanna in 23. But before 21, Uh listen to all the artists that performed at halftime. And let's go back to 2015. Who's 2015? 2015. No, no. uh, That Beyonce was 2013. Okay. 2015 was Katy Perry. What? 2016 Coldplay. 2017 Coldplay. Coldplay's nice. Lady Gaga. Right. 2018 Justin Timberlake. 2019 Maroon Five. 2020 Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. That is mad wild, Telly. Uh, so, so are you telling me? Because now, now, because okay, because I, I mean, even even if we talk about the Super Bowl halftime history, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Z was all they were. They were talking about Jay Z, um, and I forget the um, the gentleman from uh, the Patriots. Uh, on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, Jay Z was supposed to be having some kind of influence in regards to how the NFL played and yes. actually uh, treated their their players. I think that was 2016. Fast forward to 2020 and 2021. Now you're telling me that actually that's when we started getting more a lot a lot more black artists. So do you think anything uh, as far as like the George Floyd uh, idea had uh, the George Floyd element had to do with them actually starting to put on more black entertainers? And because this isn't like you know this isn't like Prince. You know this is like oh now we got our hip hop artists. Now we have our R and B artists. Yeah. I I you know why why do you think such a change? Yeah I. You know, they say most of the time bosses move in silence. Mm-hmm. And we heard about the announcement that Jay-Z is working with the NFL and their halftime show and yeah. other things. But you haven't heard anything else. That doesn't mean he hasn't done anything else. Yeah, we just haven't heard about it. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can look at the direction that the Super, uh, Super Bowl halftime artists are going and Maybe we do look at Jay-Z's influence yeah. because the last, like, okay, now with Usher performing in 24. Man, he's heavily affiliated with Jay-Z. Yes. You know? 23, Rihanna. 22, um, you know, Dr. Dre and, and Snoop and all those guys. And so, yeah, it's it, it might be trending. Mm. But here's the other thing, and before I get to the other thing, I want to hit the true talk and text line. A caller says, Usher is an all-around entertainer. He is definitely considered a legend. At this point, I'm too geeked. Thanks for that text message. Mike from Mill Road said, everybody likes hip-hop. Like everybody. <laughs> That's, I, I, you make a really, really good point, uh, Mike from Mill Road, because if you go to any sporting event, you're going to hear some hip-hop. Before 100%. the game, during the game, after the game. 
So it's only fitting. But the thing that I was going to get to before I got to those text messages, you do realize they don't get paid a single dime to perform. They get paid off the, like the commercial or something like that, right? Like it's, it's, it's they get paid in perpetuity, right? The, yes. Well, that's the thing. It the performance will be seen around the world and will make headlines around the world, good Forever. or bad, right? So you could come out like a fat rat yeah. in a cheese factory, it you know, in spite of not getting any money from the NFL, which I, I really can't understand why the NFL wouldn't pay a halftime performer at the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I think it comes down to – I think it's more so one of those things where it's like, you know what, we're basically giving you free advertisement. That's why, like, uh, I remember even uh, doing a, a few a few of my Googles, a little bit of my research on the Dr. Dre and Kendrick Lamar and Mayor J. Blige and hearing out how all that came came together and why certain people were actually left out. Like, even when that ended up happening, uh, I know um, a lot of people were asking uh, uh, J.C. On Taylor, uh, the ga- a.k.a. The Game, uh, why he didn't join. <laughs> why, why he wasn't a part of it. And um, he just basically said, hey, flat out, you know, I don't get paid to to go over there. And he, he said that Dr. Dre did ask him because he felt like that would have been a perfect uh, blend in between actually having West Coast artists and yeah. also being able to, you know, um, kind of mend the things in between him and uh, 50 Cent on such a big platform. Mm-hmm. However, you know, again, like you said before, you know, these artists don't get paid to do Super Bowl. Yeah. It's just a commercial for them, basically. And I think it's also one of them, you know, nice, sticky, uh, nice, uh, shiny stars next to your name. You know, oh, I did, I did halftime Super Bowl. Yeah, a miracle. I'll never forget this. You know? <laughs> right. Because what what will this be? A Super Bowl 50, well, 58. Uh, yeah, 58. There it is. 58. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Usher uh, perform. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, his uh, uh, Las Vegas residency has been doing a, a superb job, um, him stealing people's women and stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is this is the article I was reading. Despite the importance of the performance, the amount the singers are paid for the show is zero. They directly earn absolutely nothing for lifting the world during the Super Bowl. However, these performances go around the world and make headlines. That is where their main benefit lies. Right. And there have been other other artists that have turned down performing at the Super Bowl because of that. I know Jay-Z did. Yeah. They're like, man, why? And, and you would think. I could go on YouTube. What would I need you for? And I'm already Jay-Z. Right. I don't need the Super Bowl to elevate me. Mm-hmm. And so I just didn't. You would think that. With Jay-Z being involved and knowing how much this performance means, yeah. it's it's a lot of time there are a lot of non-football fans that watch the Super Bowl specifically mm-hmm. for the commercial and the halftime. Right. That's true. So they don't watch the football game. So there's a lot of importance in that. And then when you hear that they don't get anything but – the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, just re-upped his contract, and he got paid exactly $47 million Sheesh. last year. Not the culmination of <laughs> his, his tenure at the NFL. Mm-hmm. Last year alone. 
Forty-seven million dollars. You could have gave a million to the halftime performances. I mean, my God. You would think, and as much money as the NFL generates, I mean, you have several franchises that are worth ex- uh, an excess of of. I think the Cowboys are now worth like four billion dollars or mm-hmm. something like that. So, you, when you're when you're in the billions, you got a million to spare. There's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> there's nothing that should be stopping you from throwing a little change to your halftime performer. You know what? Don't tell you. It really makes me think because a lot of times. Especially from a fan standpoint, you know, you're always just looking at the TV screen as a, from a fan standpoint. Like, you're just there for the sport. You're there to see your team win and, you know, just uh, um, uh, have a bride or two with your friends. But we don't even uh, – a lot of times we don't take uh, we don't take into account into how sports are, are a lot of times used for politics, right? Like, it's, it's political a lot of times when uh, sports are being played, but Absolutely. people don't ever think about those things. It it it, it. – you don't even have to go back that far to understand how political this is. I mean, sports have become mm-hmm. with with Colin Kaepernick. Right. Uh, you had um, your former president talking about fire them all if they're going to kneel down. That's disrespectful and this, that, and the other. And not even acknowledging the reason why Colin Kaepernick was kneeling. And right. then that's when you saw it really get political because you had a lot of military and a lot of veterans that thought that, oh, man, he's disrespecting, you know, the flag and mm-hmm. everything that we fought for and stood for and stand for. And then you have Colin Kaepernick on the other end who uh, has family members that are military service men and women and – when he explained to them why he was kneeling during the halftime, I mean, excuse me, during the national anthem, they were okay with it. But, you know, which, which I guess, speaker is going to make the loudest noise? Right. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump or Colin Kaepernick's cousin? <laughs> so it did become political and uh but yeah, it is it's it's a lot that that goes um into it, but again, I think is going to be an absolute stunning performance by Usher. I'm looking forward to it for the first time in many years. I would say probably since Prince Prince mm-hmm, performed in the rain in Miami at the Super Bowl that I'm looking forward to the halftime performance. And speaking of performers and entertainers. President Joe Biden had a little trouble remembering one iconic and legendary MC. We'll have the audio for you on the other side of the break. You listen to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Anybody in the crowd, they say the kid don't play. competition, that's my hobby and job. I don't wear the sky because I don't over my. Gotta pinpoint. Man, no matter how old that gets, that still goes hard. 
This is the last week to sign up for our Black-Owned Business Give Back. If you want to win $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising on The Truth for three months, go to blackbusinessgiveback.com right now. Again, that is free advertisement for your business to market itself valued at $6,000. Don't miss out on this great opportunity. Go to blackbusinessgiveback.com right now to sign up today for official rules head to blackbusinessgiveback.com associated bank member fdic welcome back to truth be told with dt and telly we've been talking about and revealed that usher will be this year's halftime performer at super bowl 58 in las vegas and thankfully it's not another artist because some I'll just say, I won't say some people, somebody had a problem remembering and pronouncing his name correctly. I'm talking about President Joe Biden. Before his speech, or excuse me, during his speech at the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's Phoenix Awards, um, President Biden was trying to give a shout out and it kind of didn't come out right, Ben. Go ahead and play it. And two of the great artists of our time representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, by the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's been. And MC Light, both of you, thank you. Uh. <laughs> I know this is talk, talk, talk radio, man, but I'm I'm speechless, man. Hey, hey, you know what? Joe Biden is old. He's almost 80 <laughs> years old. I guess to everybody younger than him, he sees as a boy or, you know, it could be. I Yes, I, I had two problems with that. Number one, if you can't remember LL Cool J, how can you remember prime ministers and and presidents names and and North Korea and stuff like come on man and secondly uh, the boy part uh yeah anyway i would love to get your reaction to president biden not only mispronouncing ll cool j lady love cool james's name and the fact that now he did clean it up he changed it from boy to a man but it's one of those deals where when you start talking and you dig yourself a hole, you keep digging. You're not getting out. So he mispronounces his name and then talks about his biceps, but refers to him as a boy first and then changes it to a man. Truth Nation, hit us up, 833-212-1017. We will continue this conversation on the other side of the break. Make sure you keep it locked for the second hour of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly.